everybody welcome to another segment of everything goes <laughs> we are here today <laughs> yeah it's interesting we are here today <laughs> so they that's how they start off with most of these um um these uh what do you call it? eulogies <laughs> from the funerals when you go to a funeral we are here today <laughs> gather together the um and you know what it that eulogy thing may come more more quicker than we realize you know <laughs> it may come more quickly than we realize um there's a lot to talk about i guess today um I haven't really had a chance to prepare a, a show show. I've got stuff I can talk about, and I've been talking about a lot of this stuff for the last couple of days. And I think maybe the theme should still be on uh, what's been presented already in some level because some things have changed. And what has changed, maybe um, you may be seeing a complete... Uh, change in direction in the way the world's going you know it it may it may appear to be that way hey look at that look how many people already shot in here <laughs> thanks for coming in thanks for coming in um so everyone is greeting everybody here aha look at that we got some early, young uh, early people in the day um I'm sure a lot of you have heard about China and China having revolutions going on throughout the country. And yesterday I did a show on my pod asking everybody to look into it to see if we have some more verification. And apparently it made mainstream news here in the West. So it seems to be on some sort of legitimate uh, angle. Now, I've had people tell me that they've got people over in China that have looked at it and saying that they haven't seen anything. But I looked at it and I thought, you know what, maybe they have pushed the Asian people to a breaking point. Now, I'm not sure what we're seeing in the media here is accurate. I don't trust our media at all. I think most of the time what we're seeing is bullshit. Even in the alternative media, some of that's becoming more bullshit too. But it, it didn't smell like... Usually you can smell CIA, you know, U, uh, U.S. sabotage, but um, I don't know. I think the Chinese people are just as fed up with the bullshit as anybody else. I mean, after all, they were the prototype. Wuhan, they didn't want to address it as a Wuhan flu, a Wuhan bioweapon, oh, Wuhan. <laughs> Life is one big jubilee, it is. And then I heard a guy today talking about uh, Jordan Peterson being in Israel, having dinner with Netanyahu, and uh, that other Hebrew guy is a Zionist. I forget his name now. And he made a big deal about it. And I kept thinking, Jordan Peterson is in Israel, surrounded by Zionists. What does anybody expect anybody to say when you're in a situation where a you're not in your own environment and b you're surrounded? 
I kept thinking the guy wanted Jordan Peterson to say something. What's he going to say? There isn't going to, you know, get him in some kind of jail. When you go to another person's country, you know, basically you're under the rules and regulations and laws of the country you're going into. So obviously you say something that they don't like. They may give you a warning that you've stepped over the line. And if you do it again, you know, you're not going home. Or they just may throw you in jail, depending on who's in charge and what kind of mindset's in charge. Because you got to remember, today, most, most governments today have the mentality of a three-year-old. This is mine, mine, mine. It's <laughs> all mine, you know, that kind of thing. And... Uh, you know, we need to be aware that some, you know, and the idea that we can go to another country and express ourselves the way we do in, say, the United States or Canada, that's an illusion. That is strictly an illusion because you have to remember some of those countries have an appearance of civility, but maybe far from being civil. You know, we're thinking that every place is like our place. Well, that that's not necessarily, that's the perception because you see Walmart or McDonald's or whatever you're seeing uh, in that, those parts of the, those parts of the world. Just because you see something that you recognize doesn't mean that where you're going has the same concepts that you have in fact a lot of places you go to where it seems to be so well behaved and subdued and don't see the crime rate and all that other stuff that's because they have basically uh subjugated those people to such a level that if they did step on line on any level they would they would be thrown in jail and forgotten about so not every place is like like here, everyone says, well, you know, we, we got freedom of speech and blah da dee and blah da da Well, do we really? You know, what, what have we seen, you know, in the past two years and 11 months? Freedom of speech is a, is a concept, an ideology. <laughs> it's not even real. Because when people were having freedom of speech in Ottawa and in Windsor and in Alberta, what happened? The RCMP were called in to break up the rally so that they could no longer speak freely. Imagine that. Imagine that. You know. In Qatar, they arrested a man for wearing a rainbow on his shirt. Well... When in Rome, you do as the Romans. When I went to Europe when I was a young kid, way back when, ancient times, my uncles had told me before we even got there not to engage with genetic exchange. He said, if you engage with a genetic exchange, you will never come back home. You will wind up marrying whoever you exchange your DNA with. I said, oh, <laughs> you know, it was a whole different world where I was going. So I had to learn real quick when I, when I, when I was there, 
go with the flow. Uh, we are losing more rights every day, Tony. You're right. We don't. Well, I don't even know if you ever had any rights. Maybe we did at one time, long time ago. But I think when the United States became incorporated and the rest of these countries became incorporated, uh, rights that we thought we had, we re really never did. I think we've always had privileges, not not rights. You can go to a store, you can buy whatever you want, and you have a variety of uh, places where you can go to, and because of the competitive nature of a business, you had a choice. But you really, I don't think we've ever had any real rights. Even our elections are, are a joke. These are selections, not elections. You know, we are we are basically going to a booth if you're going to one of those and you're pulling a lever or scratching a piece of paper. But in the end, your your vote never counts. Look what happened. Look what just happened to Arizona. Look what happened to Arizona. You know. And look, look what's going on with the with the elections here. Already the Democrats won the midterm elections. Really? <laughs> Who paid for that? Who paid for Biden to stay inside as the head CEO of the United States? Who paid for that? Think about it. Who's paying for our dingbat ding we have in Ottawa? You know, we didn't vote for him. Well, you may have thought you voted. Maybe you voted for the other side even. How does a guy with a pink turban become the leader of the opposition and then form a union with the, with the Liberal Party? He wears a pink, yellow, blue turban. Now, I know he's a Sikh. I get that. But all the Sikhs I've ever seen wear a, wear a turban. <laughs> Never wore pink or yellow. <laughs> kind of makes you wonder. And maybe I'm missing something there. Maybe someone may enlighten me about this whole color configuration. But I've, every time I've seen the Sikhs, the Sikhs have a, sort of a warrior kind of uh, code. Um, you know, so again, and they, and they, because of the oppression they have in their country. So they, they're more militant in the way they think. You know, they, they're, they're ready to do battle. That's just basically over their face. That's just how they are. Now, again, what do we have What do we have running the country here? We have a child. A child that is involved and enjoys, you know, exchanging DNA with the same gender. You know, and that's okay with him. Maybe it's okay with him. And maybe it's okay with him if he does it in his own privacy. But this nonsense we got going on across this country, destroying, decimating young people, having drag queens going into a school and basically getting into all sorts of sexual deviation and then instructing these young kids to be, oh, this is okay. This is part of your sexuality. It's a lot of bullshit, all of it. It's one, that's one way to destroy a country from within. Encourage your morality on the highest level. And get them started in an immoral behavior as soon as you can. My generation, they started screwing around with our heads when we reached puberty. Now, we're going way past puberty. <laughs> way below past puberty. Yeah. I mean, I just saw something yesterday in Canada on the West Coast. 
Oh. Of course, never fails. We um we have to re recognize that um today again we're living in a whole different different world and it's not it's not conducive to children it's not conducive for life it's basically it's basically a just very destructive um uh it's basically destruct is a means to destroy a, a country from within. If you have a country from within and you take it and you gut it from the inside out, then they're a lot easier to take out later on in life when and if there's a um, any kind of military operation involved. Any kind of information, any kind of uh, anything like that involved. So. We're dealing today with a whole different dynamic on warfare even. And you ever notice something about war? Who starts the wars? It's always governments that start the war, right? Always has been. But the difference is in this time, the governments are starting a war with their own people. Notice that the American president is killing Americans. The president before him killed Americans. The president before him is killing Americans. They all just did it a little bit differently. The president before him killed Americans. The prime minister is killing Canadians. The current one we have now, he's a murderer, butcher. The one before him also killed Canadians. He just did it smart, a lot smarter. And the one before him also killed Canadians. Again, a lot smarter. How are they killing people today? The weaponry is a different weapon. We're not killing people with guns and bullets. Cost too much money. In fact... It's easier if you have people walk in voluntarily to be killed. Think about it. I present to you something on the television, a medium, and I have you buy a cell phone because it's going to make your life convenient. How many of you heard that bullshit with technology? Technology is going to make your life easier. You're going to have more time to do things you want to do. That's not true on any level. The more this technology, the only thing it did is just added to my burden. I had more time when I was driving a truck than I'm doing now doing what I'm doing. <laughs> but think about it. Now we've got you all, everyone, hooked up with a, with a weapon. To assault your genetic code. We're talking a cell phone. Cell phone. Now, what other ways have they decided to kill you? Well, let's talk about the food supply. How about genetically engineering and genetically modifying the food supply? Hey, Be the Light made it. She made it. Yay. <laughs> 
She saw the light and came to it. <laughs> um, you know, what, about the, what about the GMOs? Genetically engineering a food to alter your DNA. You know, uh, imagine that. And then telling us that this was going to be a solution to the food shortage problem that we have. And yet the UN and, and the WHO are both telling us that we have more than enough food on the planet to feed everybody. So, why are we genetically engineering food again? For what reason? If we already have enough to sustain the current population? It's a weapon. How about your computer? It's a weapon. People don't think of it as a weapon, but it's a weapon. How much of what you're watching on the internet is nothing but theater? And I mean theater in regarding to, you know, controlling your mind and the way you think and how you think. You know. How about the medical industry? What have they cured? Let's go back 100 years even. What have they cured? Nothing. Not a damn thing. All they've done is propagate chemistry to further exasperate a person's immune system and to further support the antagonist that is creating the problem in the body. That's all they've ever done. They haven't cured anything. There's been no cures. Imagine that 100 years a hundred years. And we were supposed to have gone to the moon in that hundred year time frame, which I think was all bullshit. But let's just, just say theoretically for sake of argument and sake of opinion. In a hundred years, they have gone to the moon. And yet you mean to tell me you cannot cure cancer? I'm talking allopathic. Think about that. That's a, that's a weapon. If they're not curing you, what are they doing? If they're giving you chemicals to alter your body's biochemistry, what are they doing exactly? It's a weapon. Total weapon. So now, we got particulates in the air. Programmable particulates in the air. Okay, programmable particulates in the air. You know, that too is a weapon. Modifying the weather, another weapon. We've got a question here, what and if, when and if you think it will be a cashless society and your thoughts, I believe it's another form of control. Of course, it's a control factor. Chinese, I was listening to earlier today, if they put a yellow a yellow uh, warning on your cell phone, that means you cannot go back to your domain. You cannot go back to where you live. You cannot go back to your apartment or house. Now, I got a video where they got all these Chinese people sitting on the streets in the tent. I don't know if that's true. That looks too much like Hollywood for me. It's too clean. It's too clean. You know, 
Where did these people go take a dump? Where did they go wash? They're just too, it's just too clean. It looks like a camp out in the middle of a main street somewhere in China because they've been given a warning not to go back home on their cell phone. Imagine that. Imagine that. So when we're looking at the and what's going on as far as cash society goes, if you're in that system, well, you probably, see, you were probably pissing on his cornflakes. That's probably why I wouldn't let you in. <laughs> if you are in a cashless society and you're still in the system, that means you've been chipped. It means you've been chipped, you've been tagged, you've been, you've been turned into currency. That's what that would mean. I've often said many a time, we're no longer going to be, I think we're going to be segregating and I think segregation is going to be a good thing. Now, people, I, I don't want people to get thinking that I'm going to segregate because of race or color or creed or whatever. But I think there's going to be a major, major segregation going on because the propaganda from the one side is assaulting another side because they refuse to accept the status quo. In Canada now, the psychiatric or psycho psychological uh part of the government wants to treat people with medications if if they are saying something against the agenda. They want to medicate you. They want to take your brain capacity to co create cognition and burn out that part of the brain that allows you to think. They want to take you out. Tony, good evening. I take the borax baths that you recommend. However, I've only been using it one cup of borax. Can you let, tell me the other ingredients I should be putting in the bath, like salt or baking soda, and how much should I add with the one cup of borax? Thank you. I would reduce your one cup of borax to a quarter cup, add a quarter cup of baking soda and a quarter cup of um, Epsom salt, and maybe a quarter cup of um, trisodium phosphate, and dissolve it, dissolve it in a tub and just sit and soak. But you got to make sure you try to, if you have the tech, Disengage it before you enter the tub. Hey, Carmen, how you doing? Segregation. I think we're going to be segregating. I don't think we have a choice. And I don't believe we're going to be able to stay in the system that we're in right now. I think we're all going to have to leave it. There is no way we're going to be able to comply. If you really are against this stuff and you do have a faith or belief in God, there's no way you're going to be able to um, stay in the system. None. You'll either comply or die. That's the way it's going to go. Cousin's a hospital because of bleeding in the stomach. The medical team cannot stop the bleed. The guy's, this guy is jabbed. Good boy. Well, I don't know. As long as he's in the medical, there's not much I can you can do. Uh, technically speaking, I probably would have had you made my yarrow tea with a pinch of red pepper in it to see if that would have stopped the bleeding. But again, if he's been jabbed, God only knows what's going on down there. One of my friends came down with leukemia. Oh, well, I guess you're going to have to help him find a cure. You might want to try thinking of vitamin C, high dose. Enzymes. 
Aha, you made it. Be the lights in here too. She she made it and Fire Medicaid made it too. Everyone's pretty much here. Um high doses of vitamin C and you might want to start using uh B12 with it. Um burdock root, nettle root, dandelion root teas. The, uh, to see if that can help. You might want to make the blood tonic and that and that chlorophyll to it. That may help as well. Uh, see, I knew you see each I knew you'd find each other. <laughs> so and I fire medics in here somewhere. So yeah, Fire Medic sent me a video. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but from what I'm seeing so far of it, um, um, it looks like the self-assembly part of it is what they're they're uh, they're observing in this video. So um, maybe they are getting caught up. About time. <laughs> About time. <laughs> About time. The um, let's see what we got. The next wave of war. Hold on a second. Give me a second. I gotta pop something here. I see what's going on. Um, okay, they're already talking about the next wave coming down the pipe. Now, I heard Klaus Schwab say the other day in a speech he made before, stating that everyone's got this concept or this idea, we're going to go back to normal. <laughs> we're going back to normal. His comment was, the idea was going back to normal was nothing but fiction. Total fiction. So if, uh, if it's fiction, what's that telling everybody? You know, what's that tell, telling everybody? I suggest a few things. She's jabbed with injections, all boosters. She didn't. She thinks I'm crazy. No, well... She may think you're crazy, but you're alive and not in the hospital having to deal with leukemia. And quite frankly, without trying to sound discouraging, I don't know if anything can be done. You know, the things I suggest most of the time work for people who are not jabbed. But we're dealing, we're dealing with... Um, uh, we're dealing with a technology that's altered their DNA. So who knows what's going on there, you know? Yeah, it, it's, not, it's not a natural leukemia. It's an induced one by the injections. There, I don't know if there, anything can be done at all. You know, it all depends on how advanced the stuff has taken it to. So, yeah, leukemia is not, in, it's not hard to re reverse either, normally. But these are injection-induced, and they have all their boosters. It'll be a crapshoot at this point, whether anything will work or not. Um, again, we're dealing with an operating system here, not just some 
uh, epigenetic factor. Uh, again, you can try some of those things I mentioned. See if, she, if she'll take them even. If she doesn't take them, you know what? Get ready to bury her. That's all you can do. If they won't take the stuff, they won't try, get ready to bury them. Because they're not going to be around long. And if she still doesn't, can't make the connection between the injections, the bioweaponry involved in those injections and her condition, she's pretty much done. She's pretty much done. Because she's, she's not going to have the help or take the help that's going to be offered to her. That's the unfortunate reality in, certain, in this, these situations sometimes. I get people contacting me all the time, and I'm, and I'm very upfront with them, telling them that I don't know if these things are going to work anymore the way they used to with them because of their genetic corruption and the operating systems that are functioning. So, I, again, a lot of times I don't know. My bedside manner is so like Well, I tell people the truth. Why, why bullshit with them? Especially they're already under a lot of duress. And I get the fact I'm not going to help the situation by being too straight with them either. But I also tell them this way they're not going to waste their time and effort with whatever. And if they got something to do in this life, go do it. You know, I, I don't feel the need to hold their hand and just, you know, pacify them when it's not going to help. It's, be it's better to tell them the truth. That's my thinking anyway. Uh, I've already made peace with it. I think she's done also. I don't want to sound like an, an ass, but it, it is what it is. Well, you're not sounding like an ass. Um, you know, it, you're not sounding like an ass, not really. You're just being very pragmatic and realistic. You know, these people took these injections and they're still in a state of denial when these things happen to them. They're done. They're not going to go anywhere. And they're in the hands of butchers on top of that. Oh, we'll fix you. <laughs> Get the box ready. <laughs> you know, we'll fix you. So, no, I don't think you're being an ass. Not at all. I think uh, you're being pretty candid. You know, I think you're being very candid about it. I think that's okay, too. And I think it's probably better that you're candid than trying to go along and play the game that everyone's playing by, you know, being such a kiss-ass and, you know, trying to pacify whatever whatever's good. We're in a war. We're in a war, and they basically took out your friend. You know, I would be a lot more adamant, you know, but that's my nature anyway. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, again, pacification is not, not going to say anything, you know. Yeah, most women today aren't, aren't much, uh, well, there's some that are, but most women today that I know uh, aren't ass kissers. Uh, if anything, they're probably punch your lights out if you tried tried anything with most of them <laughs> you know you know there is a now for sure 92 year old friend got jabbed lost all her original teeth and then still went and got boosters and the flu shot well there we go yeah and we're gonna see a lot that's what I'm saying segregation it may be on the may be on the list Segregation may be on the list, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not opposing it either. I think it may be a helpful thing. Can't help people who aren't asking for it. Well, and you can't help people who aren't even wanting help either. They don't. They if they feel they're in a coddled position by their doctors. Well, <laughs> the thing you might want to tell your friend is leave you in her will. 
<laughs> yeah, my bedside manner might be a little crude, but what the hell? <laughs> Where she's going, she's not going to need it. <laughs> you know, you know, it, uh, and I hope you didn't take offense. Well, I mean, you know, after we've all, I mean, okay, I talked earlier about the Chinese. They're having a revolt, a revolt in China all throughout the country. Hey, Dominic, how you doing? So there is a breaking point with everybody and everywhere. Everyone's got this idea China's a very, you know, civil place and people are nice and all that stuff. No doubt. No doubt. But on the same token... People pretty much are the same everywhere you go on the planet. Everyone puts their pants on one leg at a time. Everybody puts on their shirt and shoe or their shoes one leg at a time, one foot at a time. Their socks the same. You know, pretty much everyone buttons up their buttons the same way, up or down. So eventually, everyone has a breaking point, and the Chinese have had enough. Now they may go into a civil a civil unrest. Who knows? Who knows? Um, it should prove interesting to see how that's going to affect the global economy. We have the sheep, we have the wolves. So what are we? What are we? The sheep dogs? Should we try to protect our sheep because they do not know? Well. It's like, the pro, it's like the parable Jesus spoke about. Sower went out to sow. As he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and ate them. Others fell on rocky soil, but they immediately sprung up. And then they died. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns choked them, and they died. And then others fell on good soil, uh, reaping 30, 60, and 100 fold. He has, has ears to hear, let him hear. You know, if you're... If you're... Uh, Sheep will have heard what you said and saved their lives all the better. But if your sheep are too busy being compliant with the matrix, don't waste your time. That's where everyone has to learn to discern. You know, are you... Are you hearing? Are you listening? You're not hearing? You're not listening? Oh, well, I'll move on. You know, we don't have time to waste anymore on them. You know, do what you can to protect yourself and do what you can to uh, evolve and get ready. Maybe you'll meet people along the way that will help you out. Who knows? Hi, Tony. Good evening. Wondering if sodium methyl bisulfate is beneficial. Use as a no, no. Uh, it's been years. Seriously, if you can't see anything by now, you won't. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's completely true. I will say this: I have met people that, to this very day, they have no idea what's going on. And I'll send them about. I'll send them an email loaded with all kinds of information. You know, the radio shows I'm doing here, the live streams, the bit shoots, the rumbles, the YouTube. And they come back and say, holy, and, you know, it's basically their expressions like, holy shit. 
I had no idea it was this bad. You know, you still got people using the term more gallons for something that isn't more gallons. You still got some people that are looking at some of the some of the things that they used to use in the past as a health uh, tonic or to or uh, uh, product. You know, until the boat springs a leak between the, their knees, they think it's over there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I tend to agree with that concept. It's true. It is true. You know. We are looking, like I said, we're living, we're dealing with a people that are not really paying any attention to anything, really. And they're just going about their lives like nothing's changed. I think what we're really seeing today sometimes are robotoids that live among us. Or we live among the robotoids. That's what I think. You know, the... Um, Well, hard and hard, I'm sure there are some like that. I think that would be the elite. Um, too damn uncomfortable for them, too. It's not easy being awake to all this shit. No, not really. But you get used to it. <laughs> you get used to it. <laughs> this is why God made brandy. <laughs> Yes, I was having a conversation with somebody else in the group, and I put the wrong, I put the conversation in somebody else's box. <laughs> and the guy asked me if I was drinking any shine because he didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> I had to take a look. Oh, I can put it in the wrong box. <laughs> See? <laughs> Just finished third sodium thiosulfate cleanse. Got a bug. Many people that even didn't get the shot got hit with. The same thing, cough, runny nose, sore throat, miserable. So it's a frequency. I was taking the right minerals during the cleanse, so I got hit. Had made majority of your remedies, including iodine, copper, and zinc chloride. Been taking iodine, 5 to 20 drops, 3 times a day. And I, 1 teaspoon of turpentine a day, and still sick. And he said, no, it's just, you're going through a detox. Okay, whatever is inside you is coming out. It doesn't necessarily mean you got hit with anything. You could have. It's possible. From the sounds of it, you basically are detoxing. All that stuff you took in is now flushing out shit that's been embedded in you. So the mucus and stuff is just a means of, again, flushing out. Take a hot bath. You know, add the salts in the bath and maybe add a couple drops of essential oils and mix it in there and just sit there. Allow it to permeate and penetrate to see what else can be pulled out of you. But that's what it sounds like to me. You're just having a, a, a detox moment. I'm trying to dissolve pure acid in 10 parts per million copper. Uh, it does not. Okay. Um, you may have to. You may have to add an acid to the aspirin in this in a separate solution. How much aspirin are you putting in? I guess that's a better question. You know, awesome to be autonomous. Yep. I'm targeted. Your methods have helped me immensely. Good to hear. Good to hear. When flames fly overhead, I can I can feel it. I pray they go down 
but nothing yet. <laughs> well, I wouldn't pray for the planes to go down. There are people on those planes that, you know, maybe God has some of his own people in that plane. I may pray that the nozzles backfire and don't work. You know, you don't really want to see somebody else die because they don't know what's going on or uh, they're not part of the agenda. So anyway, don't I purchase an ionizer to carry it with me every time I go out? Do you think it would be a good idea to carry two? Or why not? I carry one. Uh, be the light. Got me hooked up on this one that has a 50-foot range. So I, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you got a weak one, wear two. But they usually give you about a three-foot circumference of protection around you, the, the basic one. So, um, yeah, I would, I would, um, yeah, well, I find the one I wear is more than enough. Let's see. For Ebola, other than seeing what can we use. Selenium is the way to go. Selenium is the way to go. I would probably be using vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin uh, zinc. Vitamin E, selenium, you know, the basic stuff. Sometimes the basic stuff works the best. Okay, what's it say here? I think they're empty. Uh, if you stuffed up, try oh, okay. Yeah, don't use honey. Do not use honey. I don't know why you add honey in here, but you shouldn't be using honey. Go with maple syrup instead. Or some other, or glycerin. Most, just about all the honey today is contaminated with nanotechnology. So, uh, check pH of what? I don't know, I guess you're talking to somebody else. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, nothing there. Alrighty, let's see what's going on here. The next wave. Okay, I started on that and got off on a tangent. Okay, the next wave, okay, it's probably going to be airborne. An airborne wave. And everyone's going to say, well, how do we defend against that? You know those zappers that you can buy in America, those 400 million, 400,000, 5 gazillion volts of electrical charge? But you may want to start carrying something like that around you, especially when you're going out. Fire it in the air. It'll create a major discharge of uh, static electricity into the air, creating an ionic field, uh, a bigger one. And make sure you wear your ionizers on as well, because what may be coming down the pipe from the air is I think the next wave of how they're going to kill people. Klaus Schwab said, right around the corner is already waiting for us, you know, um, uh, the environment. I forget what we're calling it now, the environmental problems. That to me was a hint. They're going to come after everybody on the next wave with, the, with an aerosoling assault. Something was going to be different. Something is going to be different. Um, 
see here we got. Okay, I'm going to play this for a minute. Um, no, I don't know that far. But not this one. Hold on. Uh, let's see here. China. Let me see here. Mm -hmm. Oh, forgot to mention the WEF the WEF argues that the Bible is fake news. And so the grace of God, kingship, signing laws is based on fake news and are free. I'm gonna let you listen to this goofball. Let's see here, go back and go here. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna let you listen to him for a second. I can only take so much of this guy. Um but anyway, I'm going to let you hear this goat. This goat talk. The goat is about to speak. Hold on. Here we go. I think the most important thing to know about living in the 21st century is that humans are now hackable animals. To, to hack a human being means to understand that human better than he or she understand themselves which was never possible in history before on a massive scale. I mean, on an individual level, yes. Uh, my mother, at least until a certain age, knew me better than I knew myself. And that was good because her interests were aligned with mine. And then it, after a certain age, it's, it's not so good if your mother still knows you better than you know yourself. But it's much, much worse if there is a corporation or a government rather than a parent that knows you better than you know yourself. Does it have to be worse? Again, it could be used for a purpose. I'm not saying let's stop all technological pro uh, uh, progress. But if, if it falls into the hand of a 21st century Stalin, the result is the worst totalitarian regime in history. And we already have a number of applicants for the job of 21st century Stalin. So we need to be very, very careful about it. What I meant is that Homo sapiens is now acquiring technologies that can either destroy us or upgrade us, but will not leave us as we are. Authority will gradually shift from us to these corporate or government algorithms that will increasingly decide almost everything about our life. You apply to the bank to get a loan, it's an algorithm that decides. You apply to get a job, it's an algorithm. Um, even questions like what to study or whom to marry will increasingly be decided by these algorithms. To stay in the game, you need to get to know yourself better. Also, in order to protect yourself against being manipulated by these external forces. What do you say to those who say, none of this is new, heard it all before, sensationalizing um, what is going on at present? Not interested. To which you say what? Um, yeah, some things are old, but you now have the biology to understand not only what I say and who I meet, but actually how I feel and what I think. So think 10, 20 years in the future, in North Korea or someplace like that, every citizen has a biometric bracelet on the hand. And they follow not just where you go, but how you feel. If there is a big speech by the big leader on the radio, and everybody must listen. 
You can smile and you can clap your hands, but they know that you're actually angry. This is a kind of power that nobody in history ever had. It's far beyond even George Orwell's 1984. And this is not science fiction. It's not a thousand years in the future. Some regimes are already starting to build these total surveillance systems even now. We have 10, 20 years uh, to do something about it. If we take the wrong decisions, maybe there is no way back. Once you establish a kind of digital dictatorship that has this kind of knowledge of everybody, there is absolutely no way to destroy the system from within. It seems at the end of this new global order, how important is that, that there is that disconnect? That's extremely dangerous because if we get into an arms race situation with AI, with genetics, with biotechnology, it almost guarantees the worst outcome. Because no matter what dystopian scenario you think about, no matter what dangerous technological development you think about, in an in a arms race situation, the thinking will be, hey, we don't want to do it, but the Chinese are doing it, or the Iranians are doing it, or the Israelis are doing it, and we can't be left behind, so even though it's dangerous, we'll do it first. And the other guys will say the same thing. And if we get into this arms race mentality, then it doesn't matter who wins the arms race, the loser will be humanity. Are you optimistic? or pessimistic about the future for humanity as we understand it today? I try to be a realist. I mean, I would say that humanity for humans now, the situation is better than in any previous time in history. Second, uh, the situation is still quite bad. And third, the situation can become much, much worse. Whether you call this optimism or pessimism, that's, that's really uh, up to you. And as, as a historian, I can say that we should never underestimate human stupidity. It's one of the most powerful forces in history. We live in an era where we discuss the demise of the new world order, the rise of nationalism and populism alongside the evolution of big tech. And this is what you are alluding to when you talk about the rise of this sort of this autocratic environment that we yes. should be so concerned by. What happened to liberal democracy? What we've seen over the last few years is people losing faith in the story of liberal democracy. And it's not absolutely clear why, because actually the last 20 or 30 years, under the uh, protection of the global liberal, liberal order, were the best times in history for humankind. In the 20th century, we had a big battle between three stories, the communist story, the fascist story, and the liberal story. And the fascist story was knocked out in the Second World War. And for something like 30 years, we had just one story to explain the past and to guide us to the future. And now this story is collapsing. We are left with a vacuum, zero stories, which is the most frightening situation to be in. The vacuum is tentatively filled by all kinds of nostalgic fantasies, nationalist fantasies, religious fantasies. But what is common to all these fantasies, they don't offer any viable vision for the world as a whole. 
and they don't offer any viable vision for the future. Uh, the only thing we know for certain is that by 2050, the world will be completely different from today. It's really the first time in history that we have no idea what a job market would look like in 30 years, what skills people will need in 30 years. There will be jobs. Some jobs will disappear, but new jobs will emerge and other jobs will be transformed. And we just don't know how and what skills will be needed, which is really frightening because this is a question we need to answer now, not in 20 or 30 years. We need to know what to teach kids today in school or in college. What do we teach children today? The most important skill is how to keep learning and keep reinventing yourself throughout your life, which means you need, above all else, a lot of emotional intelligence and a lot of mental flexibility. How to keep reinventing yourself repeatedly throughout your life, because the big struggle in the 21st century will not be against exploitation, like in the 20th century, it will be against irrelevance. How do I stay relevant to this fast-moving world? Eva, what happened in 2016? You talk about a, a useless class, sort of looking back um, through the prism of nostalgia and the, the rise of sort of populism and, and nationalism, the result, what happened? So I think part of what happened in 2016 in many parts of the world is that, you know, even people who don't follow the latest developments in AI and bioengineering and all these big words, machine learning and the big data and all these things, they are correctly sensing that they are in danger of becoming irrelevant and they are revolting against that and uh, saying, hey, we still have a lot of power, at least the power of mayhem, and they have succeeded in capturing the attention of, of, of everybody. I think that th the real problem is that to deal with any of the major issues we are facing, we need to do it on a global level, and we are running on in the opposite direction. Yuval, what keeps you up at night? I try to sleep well. <laughs> Uh, I don't like to stay awake at night if I don't have to. Um, yeah, I, I think that my main worries are more like these cosmic or philosophical worries. I think that we are really facing a philosophical bankruptcy, that we don't have the, the, the ideas or the outlook to really deal with the powers that we are acquiring. You know, the basic deal between philosophers and politicians has always been that philosophers have these fancy ideas how to change the world, change humanity, and the politicians come and say, well, we don't have the means to, to, to uh, realize your ideas, sorry very much. But now it's the opposite situation. The politicians are, will soon get into their hands the technology to create heaven or hell, but the philosophers don't are having difficulty conceptualizing the new heaven and the new hell fast enough. Uh, these questions are now migrating from the Department of Philosophy to the Department of Engineering. And whereas philosophers are very, very patient people, they can discuss an issue for thousands of years and not agree on an answer and be okay with it, engineers are impatient and the people who pay the engineers are even more impatient. If you want to put a self-driving vehicle on the road, 
you need to solve all kinds of ethical dilemmas and issues about free will that has been argued about for thousands of years, but you want to do it next year or in five years. So I think now, um, if the philosophers don't do their job, the engineers will do that job too. And that's very dangerous. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> well, you know, he said a whole lot of nothing, didn't he? Um, you know, the, um, so, uh, it's too low, but he doesn't have enough voltage to heal. Okay. What zaps are you feeling respectively? Can maple syrup replace honey in your liposome formula? Uh, liposome. Liposome is usually using a <clears throat> sunflower lecithin or lipid. You can add, uh, <clears throat> usually add glycerin to it to keep it solid. You think they'll release it from chemtrails? I, it could, you know what? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I think if they're going to release the bioweapon that he's talking about, it's going to come from the towers. You have a more, you have a higher rate of accuracy this way. How many people took the PCR test? How much DNA did they collect from the PCR test alone? And since all that we're seeing going on today is frequency activated, uh, then you know, it just stands to reason. We're seeing all these people being hit, targeted with 6G technology, not 5G, 6G technology, and they're dropping everywhere. And we're having sudden adult uh, death. Stands to reason that if I'm going to release some a kill switch in the general population and I want to hit the biggest, broadest targets, well, guess where I'm going to go? where I have towers. Today I was riding out into the county with a buddy of mine, and we went to um, a farm supply to pick up some supplies. On the way there, I got hit three times with three different towers <clears throat> to let me know I was alive. And, um, <clears throat> and this is out in the county in a rural area where houses are probably blocks or miles apart so you can do a flyby with a chemtrail but there's no there's no guarantee you're going to hit them but with a tower and knowing where people live because they all fill out their little consensus like the good little programs and robots what happens they can now be targeted with these antennas just by tracking you on the cell phone and the cell phone reads your DNA as well. So, um, <laughs> you know, so I don't think necessarily, I think what will happen is the chemtrails will spray the bioweapon, possibly. Again, there's a lot of different ways, a lot of different scenarios here that we can go with. The chemtrails could be sprayed to release the bioweapon, and then 
you can target specific areas with frequencies to activate people to get to have the um, the symptomology of whatever they're releasing. You know, so again, when we're looking at um, when we're looking at how they would do it, that's one way. Another way would be to put it in the food supply. You know, how many people eat chickens? How many people eat meat? How many people eat pork? Where have been the two biggest areas where they have created a flu? You know, avian flu and pig flu. Remember that in the 90s and the early 2000s? We had avian flu and pig flu. And what, it, and what happened to the cows? Mad cow disease. So they never really found out where mad cow disease came from. There are a lot of theories. One of them, one of the theories I read was manganese was the main problem. I have a tendency to think that manganese probably was the problem. And I think what was happening was the cows were being targeted with a frequency to create to activate the manganese in the brain. You know, so how would they do it? You know, they could also target you directly. They have access to your DNA. All they'd have to do is program the DNA to create the problem. Or to simulate or to simulate the bioweaponry that they want to infect you with. So how can they do this? Well, lots of ways. See you later, Sherry. See you later. You know. So when we're when we're dealing with these guys, you gotta quit thinking in a one-dimensional thinking. You've got enough technology in you right now, right now, from all the shit you've been breathing since you were born. Anyone past the age, uh, born after 1970, 1980, chances are you're completely saturated with the shit in you. You know. Um, that's a given. And now... Uh, And now, you know, here we are today, you know, being wait, waiting to be turned on or off. You know, it, um, like I said, they've given they put the tech inside of everybody right now. When uh, where you um, can be now modified, where you can now be modified, and now and you got to think as well. How much GMO foods have you been eating all your life? How much genetically engineered food? These are proteins that they created in the food. These are peptides that are programmable. 
And a lot of these peptides have nano particulates inside of them that can now be to, to, and again, that's how the genetically modified seeds work. They have a gold nanopod inside with an operating system and a program. So if they insert that into a seed and tell the seed what to produce and what not to produce or to produce a pesticide or produce a plastic or to produce a polymer, guess what? It can be done with you too. You know. So, uh, yeah, you, you're, you're not... It, the weapon is broad. They're not coming at you like you're thinking. They're not going to come at you directly. They're going to come at you with all the things that they put in place for, for several decades. At least four to five decades they have been putting things in place so that now they can activate these things at any given time in any given coordination or combination. They got everybody believing that this technology is making their lives easier. It's a pain in the ass. Ever try to call a company and you got to listen to a freaking AI for the first five minutes? You just keep hitting the zero? You know, these companies are so effing stupid with this. They're not saving any money. It's costing them money. Because once you get past the AI, you still have to talk to somebody anyway. And if you waste three minutes of their, on their, uh, with these, devi these devices, that's three minutes that they could have utilized to get something done. It would have been a lot cheaper. These, these, this technology is so ass backwards and so effing stupid on so many different levels. Uh, yeah, change the formula from honey to something else. You know, um, because the honey today is loaded with nano. You got to remember, at the time we did a lot of these formulas, we weren't aware of the fact that the nano saturation was as, was as intense as it is today. Had no idea. I didn't find out about till because I, I was selling unpasteurized honey from directly from a farm. I was getting 25 kilos of this stuff every week. And I had people coming in the shop just to buy the honey. Anyway, the uh, one bucket I opened up and the whole top layer was just saturated with pesticides and metallic materials and God knows what. And I quit selling it after that. I threw it away. You know, um, you know, we like I said, we got to get past this one dimensional thinking. We got to get past the concepts that we've been taught in the past. And you got to start correlating what you've learned to your environment today. Does it really help you in your environment? Does it really help you? You know, are these things really healthy like they used to be? You know, are, it, what is, what has what has the capacity to further accelerate the networking? The stuff loves carbon. Loves carbon. You have to have some sugar inside of you for sure because your body needs it as well. But when you're looking at stuff on externally, I, we just had a picture the other day. Someone sent me, I forget now who. Last three days seemed to be a blur. Uh, where we had snow come down somewhere. And all it looked like was a circuitry of stuff just, you know, entangling and expanding on the ground. 
you know. So we're no longer dealing with the good old days, if you will. Even the good old days, they were spraying pesticides and all kinds of harmful uh, bioweaponry and the food supply way back in the day. That's how the health food system got started. But that too now has become a weapon. Yeah, hey everybody that just came in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, when you're looking at when you're looking at the health food store, how many people actually read the labels? See what's in these products you're buying. Don't care what you're buying. Soap, shampoo, deodorants, makeup, bodybuilding supplements, you know, cancer fighting supplements, uh, vitamins. Nutrients. How many? How many are actually paying attention to what you're buying? Most people just go in the store and grab what they've been buying for the last twenty years. Things have changed. <laughs> things have changed. You know, a lot of things have changed. So we're no longer in that in that reality. You know, that things are ethical. They're not. They're not ethical. They're very, 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 you know, challenging. They are not uh, offering any real solutions anymore. What they are offering basically is to sell you stuff that may not, more than likely won't work or have been neutralized. You know, it's when you start looking at <clears throat> it's when you start looking at everything and you begin to realize that you are being hit with so many different areas. So when he says, you know, global warming and other uh, weather modification, all these things he's talking about is right around the corner waiting for us. It's waiting for us because they put it there. Maybe we can ignore the CDC into submission. Well, I, I don't think uh, that's going to work. <laughs> CDC is part of the WEF, which is part of a, a big, broad spectrum of uh, alphabet organizations. So you're not going to get any real changes anytime soon until all these organizations are removed. Uh you know, what we have today basically or primarily are a means to allow the weapons manufacturer of the day. Um, and again, that would be your pharmaceutical industry and your allopathic industry and your medical industry uh, to continue ma making war against people. You know, the it's unfortunate, but this is where it's at. And I'm pointing these things out to you because we are in a war. And you can get to a point where it can drive you crazy when you start looking at everything coming at you. But if you take things in perspective and understand that each thing that you're being hit with today is a coordination of of uh, platforms that they've put in place to target everybody. 
You got a cell phone. Now you got a cell tower. Now you got a cell satellite. What's the common denominator? They're all targeting you with frequencies. You know. So, you know, they got you believing that you have a food shortage. We have a people problem. We got too many people. Got too many Africans. We got too many people from the Middle East. We got too many people from the Far East. We got too many people from the Near East. Hell, we got too many people in the across the Atlantic, down in South America, down down under with all the thunder. We got to wipe them all out. We got to get the population down. Well, what about chlorine dioxide for your health? Well, if you only were only one. One component in your body that that may work on, that may be of value. But you got to remember something. That is a type of bleach. Contrary to what they tell you. Doesn't work for everything either. Now, you could probably use it for biofilm. You probably could use it for uh, fungus and mold. Should work well for that. So, your body is a biochemical complexity. You need different things to keep it running. Amino acids, proteins, certain amount of carbons, certain amount of specific nutrients, B vitamins, so forth and so on. So you're going to need to really understand that when you hear all these gurus sell you their product and it's a super duper pooper trooper whatever, when they start talking that shit, you got to realize you're, you know, put your hand in your wallet or in your pockets and, and protect your wallet at all all all, all costs. <laughs> there are certain things that your body does require like selenium, iodine, zinc, copper, manganese. These all protect the body from a whole variety of different pathologies and protect the DNA. You might want to use specific amino acids, you know, for instance, like NAC, branched-chain amino acids, creatine. These all, again, have a means of protecting DNA and uh, skeletal systems and muscle tissue. So, like I said, you know, when people ask me this question, you know, I'm a, I use iodine. I use Lugol's. Does a lot. Protects you from a lot. Some things it will not touch. Same, same with chlorine dioxide. No different. Anybody tells you they don't touch everything, keep your hands in your pocket and protect your wallet. You know. Okay. See what we got going on here. Wow. That, much, that many engagements. All righty. And the concept, okay, he mentions in here as well that people are hackable. Well, they are hackable. Okay, the hackability comes from the fact that you are loaded with nanobiotech. You're loaded with genetic material. Even Elon Musk is calling you a cyborg because you're, you're, you're using cell phone and computers, which he, they're saying is giving you a superpower. And it's true. You have a superpower now that is coming from information information you may not have had 20 years ago or couldn't find 20 years ago is right at your fingertips right now 
you wanted to build a nuclear bomb, I'm sure you could find a means and a methods of patenting how to do it. Couldn't do that 20 years ago, 30 years ago. No, our brains don't come with a firewall, but the key to being on, to being unhack or inhackable would be to remove the tech from your system. Last night I was dealing with an area on my body. I was expunging some stuff, and I pulled out two parts of an implant that broke in half. Uh, and I eat sardines and tuna as long as it's in water, salt, and fish. I don't see a problem. You may have to treat it. I usually sometimes cook my tuna um, in either onion or garlic powder or add onion and garlic to it and cook it and heat it up. Uh, if I'm eating it straight out of a can, I add uh, either onion or garlic powder to it so that it will bind with the mercury. All right. So, again... Um, being hackable is another major, major problem. How do you unhack yourself? How do you put up a defense? How do you stop that from happening? Dagwood works. How you doing? You know, how do you stop yourself from being hacked? See, they're telling you what they can do. Okay, and right away, what it, what does it do? Is it instills a response, right? It instills a response in regarding to you having a reaction. But after you've had your reaction, what happens? Nothing. You go about your day. You go watch something on the YouTube channel. You watch a movie. You talk to your friends. Do a little research. Check some email. But Nothing happens in regarding to what they said to you. How do you stop yourself from being hacked? See, everybody's hackable. Now, some of you are saying, oh, I'm not hackable. Okay, let me point out something to all of you. All of us have had this wonderful experience. You are sitting there minding your own business. And all of a sudden, you have a sexual thought pop into your head out of nowhere. You were just hacked. You're sitting there minding your own business. And all of a sudden, you have this angry, agitated thought pop into your head. You've just been hacked. You know, all of a sudden, you have another thought pop in your head. Now you're afraid and you're anxious and you're stressing out. You've just been hacked. Know someone who brain went blank when answered to phone happened uh, multiple times. Uh-huh. Because the phone may have activated a program in the person's head. A frequency may have gone through. Everyone can be hacked. Yeah, that's the reality of it. We're so comp complacent uh, uh, like... Never you, never us. I have thoughts of pizza. Uh, that ain't bad. <laughs> My thoughts are a lot darker than pizza. <laughs> ACCWC. Yeah, so again, when you're having, okay, when you're having a day and you're not really thinking about much except whatever you're doing, and you're having thoughts pop into your head, where are those thoughts coming from? 
Some of you might be saying it's coming from the devil, from Lucifer. Okay, maybe that's true. That's true too. Could be. Does try to you know he's always testing to see if you're on guard. He's always testing to see if there's a weakness there. To see if you you'll you'll give in to the to the temptation of that thought. But it also can be coming now from the towers, somebody else's cell phone, somebody else's Bluetooth. You know. You know. Satan's the prince of the air, but he's using technology to infiltrate. Years ago, when I was in school as a kid, they used to tell us that AM, AM signals were bouncing off of our skin. They never told us how deep they went in. Okay, so we are being hacked. So now my next question to you is, how are you going to stop that from happening? What are you going to do about it? See, these are questions that we need to really start answering. Because one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be controlled by something and not know how it happened. Well, that ain't such a bad idea, really. <laughs> Make a big-ass Tesla coil. Okay. Tony Cell met Mini Sledge. Mine will too tomorrow. There you go. Anything that can tether you to this technology, anything that can open you up to this technology, you have to understand that that reality exists and you have to have a means to block the access from your tech or from you. Because if the tech is connected to you in any way, shape, or form, it has a means to hack. Okay, years ago, hackers were hacking computers, and they were even hacking computers through the printer. Now they can hack a computer through the power. Um, you think uh, lead in the paint will, will help or not? It could help. Lead seems to have helped a lot of people. And the one thing it will help you for sure, if there is some sort of radiation leakage outside, it can protect me the difference of life and death uh, to protect you. You, If you can find lead, a lead uh, mesh or a lead, a thin lead um, binders or blinders, before they used to have those shades on the window, they were made of lead. They had lead in them. And if you... If you turn the uh, adjustment on them, you could have so they would be one form one solid sheet. If a nuclear nuclear attack, a dirty bomb went off in front of you, it would be enough to protect you from being exposed to high levels of radiation. So if you can find any of these again, I would get them. If you can mix paint in your in your paint, I would definitely use it again. Because of the over insurmountable amount of radiation we're being exposed to on a daily basis, it wouldn't hurt to take every measure possible to protect yourself. You may not be able to protect yourself every time you go outside, but you may be able to protect yourself indoors and then allow yourself to detox from the radiation. This is something you may want to consider. 
It may not stop some of the signals. There was a lady down in Australia. She had a house that was made with lead and calcium, which should have stopped any radi radiation. She was three blocks away from five towers. They're all pointing in the same direction. She had to move. She had, like I said, just drive. We drove probably 20 minutes today. In the 20 minutes going through the back roads, my legs were getting popped three times in three different locations. So they were firing something into the air, charging the air, and they were firing these beams, and, and whatever was in the line of fire felt, felt it. So, like I said, when these guys are talking what they're talking, like I said, I can only take this goat for small bits and bites. He's only a, he's a goat. But he's telling you, they're telling you that they're, the hacking is about ready to begin. And he calls people, people or humans animals or humans. You know, so they are looking down on mankind. Looking down on mankind. And they they feel they are superior because they are in the driver's seat right now. They have an advantage because they developed a weaponry that, again, um, would seem almost in, uh, invincible. So... Take away the towers and guess what? Nothing moves. Take away the cell phones. Guess what? Things go back to a slower pace in living. You know. There's also a huge underground biohacking movement among the population. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's been going on for quite some time. You know. The whole, the whole planet, like I said, look at the Chinese. They went along with it blindly. Building structures caught fire and people died. That was a turning point for some of them. Now, again, I'm saying this, you know, with the tip of my tongue because, again, I've had, like I said, now several validations that this was real. But like I said, there was one thing that they showed where people had gotten a yellow, uh, yellow um, light on their phone, and they couldn't go home, and they're out in the streets, and the streets are all these tents everywhere. It's a big difference than what is in California. And it looked clean. You know. So, well, they're talking about a new state of CRISPR that gives them a better means of, of um, disengaging uh, DNA. So I would imagine that they would go after people eventually that um, uh, opposes the system. Well, my thoughts on... Jesus coming back, he'll come back when obviously the Father sends him back. 
But in the meantime, in the meantime, so he says, get ready, be ready. And as we get more and more informed about what's happening, then it's not just an entertainment session with me, but an actual a, uh, a seminar-like effect. And you, you do look to stuff up and find solutions and start working on solutions. That affects everybody in a very positive way because whatever you share with a group or people that are you're involved with that are awake are going to learn from you. And then they'll begin to engage as well. So it's all it's important that everyone starts thinking again in a multiplex manner. What are your thoughts on the rapture? I'm not a rapturist. Excuse me, I never bought into it. I never bought into that kind of thing. Uh, my thinking is real simple. Noah went through the tribula tribulation. I don't see how we escape it. And if the early Christians died for their faith, and it says, I think, in Revelation 6, when they were uh, asking about uh, God taking vengeance of what happened to them, he gives them a white robe and says, we have to wait for the rest of your brothers to die. Now, that could be interpreted in many different ways, but I look at it just for what it says, face value. And we're going through another cycle of reset again. So uh, we're, at, we're at a point where they're going to bring on a whole different genre to kill people. Look, they're giving robots in California the license to kill. They're giving the robot the opportunity to kill somebody if they need to. You know. Uh, so again, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see an easy out here. And I do see us see people going through this whole mess. But again, there's going to be a great falling away as well. So we'll see what happens. Uh, um, so I'm not sure there. Well, we're being told how to prepare with shows like mine. Okay, letting you being aware of the information on nanotechnology, nanobiotech, genetics, frequencies. Someone asked me, how will this, you know, how can this become effective? What would they do? Okay, now let's just take one example. I said the towers can hit you. Uh, can I make and use a phosphorus? Chloride, phosphorus chloride. You can use uh, phosphorus, sodium chloride, magnesium chloride, vitamin C, potassium chloride for my electrolytes. Yeah, it's a, those are limited. It's not all of them, but I would add, be adding calcium chloride to it as well. Uh, I might be adding zinc and copper as well. Um, so the... The nature of what we're dealing with today, like I said, because I've given you just all these examples, if the tower is one means of an assault, how would you neutralize that tower from hitting you? Now, you got to remember, 
You're walking into a store, you're walking out of the store. The store also has Li-Fi in there as well. It also has Bluetooth technology as well. When you're driving down the streets, all the streetlights are on the up and above are all firing out Li-Fi at you as well. Cars coming at you and cars behind you using the white those white uh, headlights are also firing Li-Fi at you as well. So what do you do to defend yourself against that kind of thing? You know, to find uh, I, uh, making... Okay, let me try here. Do find you find oh you do find an ionizer making a big difference. Or you're asking a question. I'm not sure how you're wording that. You must have forgot something there. Okay. Do I find do I if I find it makes a big difference? Yes. For myself, yes. Um all I know is when it comes time to cross over and uh, I'm shown the white light, I'm asking to be shown. The real exit cause. I'm not coming back here again. <laughs> now you got do find a ionizer making a big difference. That's how I'm reading it. So let's see here. We got <clears throat> okay. Do I find do I find it makes a big difference? I do. Uh, a lot of people have said. That they've been in places where people are hacking and coughing and sick as hell, and they come home and nothing. And um, like I said, they all have different ranges of strength. So I would, I would definitely be. If you're going out, like I said, as I'm expressing and explaining something today, drive around your town, village, or rural area where you live, suburb. Drive around. Count how many towers are within a five-mile range from you, a 10-mile range from you, a 20-mile range from you. <laughs> you may find an eye-raising event. Now, what happens when they turn these towers on and they modulate the tower's frequency output? What happens? Tower A, B, C, and D fire a wave. Tower D, E, F fires another wave. Tower 1, 2, 3 fires another wave. And this goes on all day and all night. So what do you do to defend yourself? You know. No, the little, the little handheld, uh, those little handheld zappers that they got puts out four hundred thousand volts or a million volts or a hundred million, whatever they're talking today. If you hold one of those up in the air and hit the air a couple of times, it's going to create a, a ionic charge in the air, and it's going to fire a static discharge, and it's also going to again scramble what's in the air. They absolutely work. I used to get colds from recycled airplane air during travel all the time. Not using the, the wine, I was good. Don't let her fool you. She was drinking brandy. <laughs> that was just to get on the plane. <laughs> yeah, they work. They do work. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I said it, see? <laughs> it is good advice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what is clicking in our ear? Uh, new experience. Clicking in your ear. Uh, well, that could be anything. That could be anything. Uh, uh, where are you when your the ears clicking? You know, the most towers a single area is located Cedar Hill, Texas. Okay, uh, in Canada, where can I get one of those online or from you? You, um, I just serve everybody. Go to the Ween W E I N dot dot com or dot ca. I forget. Uh, be the light can. Give you that link. She's 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 the one that got me on it actually. So, uh, wing.com. There you go. Because uh, again, if I got if I got some to you, they're going to be expensive. So anyway, I I just direct people there to buy them direct. It um um they got they have two kinds. Uh, there's um one that's a little smaller. Um, is that the white one? The AS three hundred. Is that the rechargeable or is that the uh, battery one? Oh, they do. Okay. 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 They have two types. They have a rechargeable and they have one with battery. So the rechargeable, when you go out, you come back and plug it into your computer. Within a couple hours, it charges it back up. Uh, the other one, you have to change the battery. But the battery seems to last for a bit. So, um, yeah. So again, and again, you may want to buy a couple of those just in case one breaks down and you have another one. So you're not without one. Um, there you go. So look at that. Everybody knows about these sales. Man. <laughs> okay, eight years in the ER. Clicking can rage from wax. Insects to the worst case scenario, brain tumor. Uh, I'm the deal queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> you need to find a good deal for a rocket to the moon. <laughs> or somewhere else. When when, when uh, rechargeable has a blue bean pointing up at you, I bought one. Two, yeah, it's, it's an ultraviolet. Again, it's designed to filter the air better. Um, just don't look at it. The, um, when I go out, I have those on me, you know, because you don't know now today who's carrying what inside of them. Just got my gig stick of all your videos. Thanks. Oh, really? Um, where, where did you, where, um, where did it go? Uh, <laughs> What do you mean? You said you were the deal queen. I didn't say it was going to be easy. Um, no, it's not going to hurt you. It's an ultraviolet light. That's part of the filtration process. It's running an ionic field or charge, and then it's using the light to further, further, further filter out bacteria. So I, you know, as long as you're not looking directly at or having it up in your eyes, you should be fine. You know. Um, uh huh. This one I want. This I got to hear. <laughs> no worries. 
you know, anything. Okay, now I, I presented a bunch of things in regard to how we're assaulted. Okay, where Be Delight live and where I live, we live in Ontario. We're about two hours apart. And Toronto, Ontario was firing these ground wave Doppler radar beams. And they hurt like hell. They beat the, they beat the hell out of you. So, aha, uh, uh -huh, there you go. So, uh, they've taken away those those um, radar. Uh, they took they've taken down the radar uh, information. So, but they're still hitting us. And like I said, that's from Toronto, Ontario. So that's that's four hours away for me. Uh, so when we're looking at, when we're looking at these assaults, they're not going to be just one thing here, one thing there. They're going to be a combination. This is why I'm saying to you, if they're telling you that you can be hacked, what are you doing about it? What are you doing about that? How are you blocking your home? How are you blocking your car? How are you blocking you? Okay, a guy was saying earlier, somebody picks up the phone and they go blank. Well, the phone must, have, must be putting out some kind of frequency to create that anomaly. So how do you protect yourself? What do you do? In the house, you can, you know, you can build cages or uh, dispersion, shielding all around the house. Again, block the house. You can put stuff on the outside. It may emit an electrical charge. You may put an iron railing around the roof and around the yard. Again, to disperse any kind of frequency. So now you're protected in your domain. How do you protect yourself when you go into a grocery store? How do you protect yourself while you're driving? Because you got blue beam technology or Li-Fi technology hitting you from other cars and from the streetlights. See, the assault isn't what you think. It's not just this or that. It's a variety of different things coming at you at the same time. And if the next wave is coming from the environment, whether they be chemtrailed, uh, programming and then activating again further activation by 6G technology. You know, how are you going to protect yourself against it? This is where you got to start to think. Being one dimensional because you're worried about genetics, or you're worried about genetically modified foods, or this or that, you have to start thinking in a multi dimensional perspective. I'm in a war with you. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that's not who I'm talking to. I'm talking to people who are unjabbed and awake. That's who I'm talking to. People who took the jab, they're dead anyway. That's how you got to look at that. But those who didn't take the jab, how do you protect yourself? That's the thought. That's what you got to look at. What do you do to create and circumvent all these things that come at you? See, that's, that's how you got to start to think. Uh, you know, you no longer can just say this, that, or this. It's all of it at the same time. Your food has been infecting you. 
your, your workplace has been infecting you. The chemicals you're exposed to is infecting you. The technology around you and you're, and that you're connected to is infecting you. So how do you go about protecting yourself? Okay. So you're using that... Um, it's a heat tape. I forget what it's called now. They used to use it in the military to wrap up wires to block the uh, electricity and electrical charge. Yep. Okay. I know. I know what you're. I got some here too. I need to buy a bigger, wider sheet because I, I have some ideas of what I want to do there. Here's a thought. Now here's a thought. Okay. Depending on where you live, because it isn't going to be practical to say if you're down in. Florida or Texas or Arizona or New Mexico. But let's say you're up here where it's a little cooler. What if you wore socks that went up to your shins or knees or whatever and you had this tape wrapped around your socks? That has an insulating effect that could protect you from an electrical charge or a frequency. You know, you could put it on your windows. Say you're driving down the road and you got this stuff on your. Uh... <laughs> I can see you wearing pants made out of, of, of orangey yellow tape. I can see that really. Oh, hey, look, at you got a new style there. Wow. What does that do? This stops frequencies. What frequencies? Hmm. <laughs> well the reason why i'm saying tape because you can regulate where you want to put it you know so on your socks so you're wearing a um i mean you can wear you could you could take a pair of jogging tape uh pants and tape that up and then put a slip that on then slip on your pants now you got shielding from your waist down that's another way of doing it uh or copper uh, or you can make pants. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Um, oh, yeah. I've gone out with a copper mesh on my head for sure. For sure. If I'm driving a long distance, that I'll wear one. You know, if I'm just driving a short uh, jaunt here and there, I don't normally bother, but if I got to go pff, more than a half hour drive, I am wearing one of those for sure. You know, uh, war more, what is it? War, war more material. I'm not sure what that is. Okay. Look it up. Great pride. War more material. Or what? Where's, you don't have a website? Geez. <laughs> is that that copper thing you're talking about? I think that's what that is. Those are those copper clothes. Uh huh. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, silver's a diamagnetic as well, and it can have a it can have a, a deflective effect. Uh, yeah, anything that has a the ability to deflect the magnetic field <clears throat> is what you want to wear, but you have to also. <clears throat> Attach that material to some kind of ground. 
because even though it does deflect the magnetic field, it can conduct electricity. So you have to make sure, for instance, okay, let's say I got a pair of pants made of this stuff, that I may actually have a wire connected from the bottom of my pants uh, to maybe the edge of my shoe, with a, let's say a copper overlay, um, so that it has somewhere to go. You know, somewhere to go. So again, it's some of these things you got to think about a little bit. But again, these are things everyone needs to start brainstorming on. You know, um, so again, this is something like I said, you have to start um, realizing the nature of the war. If they're going to release an airborne pathology, you're going to have to have something to activate it. And if you're wearing an ionizer and you got a copper a copper material that you're wearing, it will charge up that material as well. Like I said, it may it may block a magnetic field, but it will uh, allow an electrical charge to flow through it. You know. So again, these are ideas that again for protection. So. Sooner or later, we may have to wear an oxygen mask when we go outside. That's that's probably the next thing coming. What is that black nanoparticle people are exper experimenting with? Um, to block that's graphite. You can get that on Amazon. Uh, I've had steel plates for my bulletproof vest. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, either graphene or graphite. Most most likely it will be graphite because it's the cheaper of the two. Uh, well, okay. Tell me if they release a biological program, genetically altered material, and it hits the ground, which it will, and then they fire up a tower to charge those those operating systems. And they go airborne. It's going to kill a lot of people. Definitely going to kill a lot of people. And then they're going to say there's a pandemic out there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It is bullshit. But uh, I got mine ready. <laughs> bullshit. I got mine ready. <laughs> I meant to ask. I'm giving my uh, cats... Freeze-dried treats made solely of many animal livers. Is there fibers in there? The liver, the spleen, the kidneys, stomach, the lung, the brain will have uh, will have high concentration of nanofibers and nanomaterials because that's what your body's filtering through. I don't encourage organ meats with animals anymore because of that reason. The concentration is high. Yeah. I think it's in the rainwater here on the Oregon coast. When it rains, we get science from it. Well, there is stuff in the rain. That's true. I got a buddy of mine in uh, uh, the Netherlands, and he'll send me posts of the stuff that he's finding in the rain. There's something that moves in the rain. I'll just put it to you that way. And it's not recognizable. Um, 
Sealed eye shield and rubber boots. <laughs> I don't know why you just don't get a spacesuit. <laughs> be a lot easier, I think. Got a mask, a bubble mask, got oxygen, completely sealed away from the world. You know, can order twelve hundred square foot rolls of aluminized scrim. We for hundred and twenty-five bucks from South Carolina. Oh, really? Okay. They are they sell EMF face masks for those EMF aware sheep. Too much dollars. Uh, my last rain sample uh, has what looked like a microscopic crab in it. Yeah. That's their uh, that's their um, tick, their man-made tick. I need a hammer hazmat suit. Okay, I'm going to ground my balls to the car lighter. I'm fed up. Uh huh. Hey, that'd be interesting. <laughs> that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chrissy, how you doing? Um, let us know how it goes. Evelyn, <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about him letting us know how it goes. He won't be at the show for about six months. His balls will blow out of him. <laughs> I've left the building. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Well, mm, I thought those were sheep or, or uh, uh, bull's balls, but either way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> righty, I gave you a lot to think about tonight. Um, yeah, I want you now. Okay, now the whole concept here is this. It's not about uh, it's not about putting you in a state of fear. Being aware should not make you afraid, or may make you afraid, but for a moment. It should get you in a in a state of thought. How do I defend? These guys are trying to kill me. These guys are trying to do this to my family. These guys are trying to do this to my friends. How do we work together? in order to offset their attack. If they went on a small scale by infecting people with directed energy weapons with 6G, what happens when they incorporate a bioweapon with a frequency weapon? You know, so, and the thing, the reason why I went this way so that you will all start looking in this direction, you know, so that you can better arm yourselves in what to do. Don't just follow the script like everybody else is doing. Start extrapolating. Start thinking in terms of what if. What if this has already been going on? What if this has already transpired? What if this has already evolved a lot further? And if it's evolved a lot further, where does it evolve to? You know, we're seeing all this bullshit going on around us and we and all everybody's doing is following what everybody's saying so start and think, how do I defend? How do I fight? How do I offset? How do I protect? 
that's where I want everybody to get to. Not this one-dimensional horseshit that they're trying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, God before us, who can be against us? No weapon formed against us shall prosper. I get all that. But I also get the fact that we need to also be prepared and be on our guard. Even back in those days, they had a military, and even David had to kill Goliath. So Goliath was a problem, and David took care of it. And so we need to be that David today to take care of the Goliath that we're dealing with. And God will give you the wisdom. I am I'm more than assured that he will. Uh, okay. All righty. Anyway, I, I am going to wind it down uh, <clears throat> because they're going to kick me out if I don't. So anyway, I always say at the end of these shows, you know, um, read the Gospels. Read what Jesus had to say. Read what Jesus did. You know, for those of you who have never read the Gospels, it might be a good time to start. You might want to read the book of Revelations, seeing what the interdimensional war is going to bring, because it's happening. We are in it. Read the letters. This is the covenant for those people who are outside of a cultural concept. And this is an open invitation for everybody. So my thoughts on this is for you know to encourage you all to read for yourself. Okay, and on that note, I always say we're still here by the grace of God. So remember that. So till the next segment, to your health. Take care.